0: This message comes to you with accuracy and power. From the lips of Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Ikea Christian Center Global, you are about to be taken over and above in life. Be blessed. All right. Are you ready for the word? Psalm 102 and verse 13. Get ready because you are going to learn a lot today. Psalm 102 and verse 13, we've been talking about Appointed time, set time, all right? But as we're going to look at appointed time and set time, where we talk about times and seasons on the earth, we are also going to look at what God does or the characteristics, all right, or the things you need to do to command manifestation on the earth. And we're going to be looking at that from the uh, standpoint of the beings and the living creatures we find close to the throne of God. All right. We're we'll going to look at that today. now. Look at Psalm 102 verse 13. Everybody read like a um, you know, like a mass choir. It says what? Thou shalt arise and what? Upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yeah, the set time is come. The time to favor her. Yeah, the set time is come. So, there are different kinds of times upon the earth. There is a normal time, chronological time. Then there, what? There is what? What is called the set time or the appointed time—the time where God has destined for certain things to happen. All right, in Genesis chapter eight, verse twenty-two, it says, "As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and winter shall not cease upon the earth." Which means that God has handed over, all right, the things and the operations on the earth. Towards cyclical seasons, there are seasons and there are times in which certain things are meant to happen. If you read the book of Ecclesiastes, the book of the preacher, it says there is a time to be born and there is a time to die. So that means if the earth is run by seasons and times, it means that we must understand the times and the seasons of our lives. The Bible talks about the men of Issachar. All right, that they were men who had an understanding of the time and of the seasons. Romans chapter 8 verse 14 says, as many as are led by the word, the Spirit of God, they are word, the sons of God. So that means that if there are times and seasons, it is very necessary and important for each child of God to have an understanding of the leading of God and a discernment of what time and what season you currently are in your life and the times and the seasons that are coming in the future. Now, last week I shared with you that there um, there are two words we find, all right, you know, know, in in the Greek. There's a word in the Greek for time uh, or appointed time, which is kairos. We now said kairos is a time in which something appointed happens. Remember that? How many of you remember that? How many of you remember that? Uh-huh. We said there's Kairos and there's Moad. Kairos is in the Greek, Moad is Hebrew. All right? And Kairos is a time where something special happens. So when you see that word there, it says, Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion. It says, For the time to favor her Now that word time there is a normal, regular time. Praise God. But he now says, Yeah, the set time is come. The set time is come. Every plan and every purpose of God on the earth has a set time for fulfillment, has a set time for manifestation. Joseph was destined to be prime minister of Egypt. He was destined to have the answer, all right, to the famine issue that was going to plague the world. But there was a set time for him to rise to that throne, praise God. God had a plan of redemption for the whole world. But there was a set time for Jesus Christ, all right, to come to the earth. If you look at Galatians chapter 4, verse 4, the Bible calls the set time the fullness of time. Everyone say the fullness of time. Talk to me. Say the fullness of time. He said, but when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman, made under the law. When the fullness of time was come. So for many years, prophets had been prophesying that a Messiah was coming, a Messiah was coming, a Messiah was coming, but there was a fullness of time when the Messiah would come. Praise God. Now, I began to mention something to you last week. I told you that when you receive a word of prophecy, it is an indication of what God is set to do. Many The mistake many folks have or make is that when a word of prophecy comes to them, they assume that that which has been prophesied is already done. Mm-mm. When a word of prophecy comes to you, that word of prophecy indicates to you what God is set to do in an appointed time and season. So many a times, when a word of prophecy comes to you, it is to prepare you. Glory to God. What did I say? It is to what? Prepare you. Prophecies prepare you. Prophecies instruct you. Hallelujah. I'll give you an example. Jesus was prophesied several thousand years, all right, before he came to the earth. In Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, we are told, all right, that a virgin, all right, shall what? Shall give birth. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, the Bible says what? That, all right, it shall be called wonderful counselor and what? and mighty God. Amen. Praise God. We have several prophecies, all right, about Jesus. All right, in Psalm one hundred and ten, he said, "My Lord, my God." My Lord said to my, uh, my God said to my Lord, "Sit at my right hand until I make thy word enemies thy fools, To several prophecies, thousands of years before that, Jesus was going to come. All right, several prophecies. All those prophecies were signposts, so that when Jesus comes, we will be able to understand and say, "Okay, this is the person all these prophets were talking about." So those prophecies prepared the generation, all right, that Jesus was going to come into. The prophecies prepared us. So how do we know that Jesus is the Christ? Because there were prophecies about him before he came. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? In the same, very, same way, there are prophecies about you before you came. Preparing you for your appointed time and appointed seasons. Glory to God. Say this with me. When my appointed time comes, louder. When my appointed time comes, I will not miss it. Listen to me. Every man is being prepared for one thing. Every woman is being prepared for one thing. There is something, you are part of a jigsaw puzzle, hallelujah, that only you can solve. You are being prepared, hallelujah. So you have that time. There is that time God is preparing you for. But you see, like I told you last time, I said that if you study the word Kairos and you study the word Mohad, you will find out that appointed times always have appointed what? Places. Glory to God. Appointed times always have what? Appointed places. Appointed seasons always have appointed places and platforms for their manifestation. So that is why you're going to find that when God has has said, this is what I'm going to do with your life and this is the time I'm going to do it, one of the things that will happen is that the Spirit of God will lead you from where you are to that place you ought to be. Is somebody listening to what I'm telling you? To that place you ought to be. Because, oh glory to God, there is nothing more unfortunate than for a man's season to come and for it to meet him in the wrong place. Glory to God. You meet him in the wrong place. That's what the devil does. Glory to God. Who would have known that Joseph's destiny was to lead him to the palace? Glory to God. But he was in prison. But you see, in the plan of God, the prison was the perfect place for him. Because there was no other route to the palace than the prison. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now listen to me. Just as there are appointed times and there are appointed seasons and there are places for the manifestation of the appointed time and seasons, it's important for us to know that if there are seasons, praise God, and the Bible says in Genesis chapter 8 verse 22 that there is seed time and harvest, it means that if there is an appointed time, then there are seasons of preparation before that time. There are actions to take. Every prophetic word that comes to indicate and to point to an appointed time and season in the future also must come with what? The requisite instructions. What am I to do now? To be ready for what is what? proclaimed in front of me. Glory to God. So a man who understands God's prophetic calendar must also understand the power of sowing the right Seed as actions. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. So, it is the man who sows in the plant. I'm not talking of money. I'm not talking of offering. No. I'm talking of actions. Amen. Before your mind starts going to, ah, Pastor, these seed people have come again. They have to. So, no, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking of, you understand? For example, a man who is called to have a worldwide evangelistic ministry, praise God. A word of prophecy has come, said the Lord, you will shake the wall for me. And, and the man is like, oh, it's vibrating. whoa. And the layout on him goes under the power. Whoa, and he gets up. Ah, I've received the impartation. Oh, yeah, okay, what are we going to do? Because you know that right now, if you go and hold nobody nobody's coming. Praise God. He has to now sow seeds. He has to go for the training. He has to be planted in the local church. Praise God. He needs to sit under a pastor. Hallelujah. He needs to understand the gospel properly. Amen. Amen. When, they are, when they say God is saying you are going to stand in front, in front of stadiums, in stadiums or right holding evangelistic crusade, you have not yet learned to stand by the street corner to preach to one person. He has to sow the seeds first. In the sowing of seeds, there are sacrifices he will make. There are certain parties he cannot go for. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? There are certain um, you know friends he cannot keep. Glory to God. When others are sleeping, he has to be praying. What is he doing? He's preparing for that appointed time. Because that time will come and it better meet him prepared. Praise God. I said, Praise God. Talk to me, other. I said, Praise God. There is nothing more unfortunate for a man. For his appointed time to come and he's not ready. He's not ready. (laughs) He's not ready. I've seen that happen many times. The person is not ready. Not ready. They've missed the timing. They are not ready. When they were supposed to plant, they were playing. And because in the plan and the calendar of God, whether you prepare or not, that time will come. I'll give you an example. In the prophetic calendar, in the plan of God, God did not plan for the children of Israel to wander in the wilderness for 40 years. It was supposed to be 40 days. Are you hear what I'm saying? It was supposed to be 40 days. It was 40 days. It was a 40-day journey and god expected that those wandering for 40 days all right would have been ready that 40 days of seeing the acts of god all right they saw the ten plagues, all right that flattened the army of the egyptians and they got to the river uh, uh the river nile and uh, sorry the red sea and the red sea parted they saw those miracles all those miracles was to get them to be what full of faith that this god anything he promised he can do are you are you following come on are you following Think about it. The God that delivered them from Pharaoh, the mightiest king and nation on the earth, then the God that parted Red Sea, not only that, he fed them with manna. He fed them with meat in the wilderness. For 40 days, these guys came to the promised land flowing with milk and honey and they got there and they were saying that the people that were there, they were giants. And they were like what? Grasshoppers. And they don't think that they will be able to what? Take the land. The appointed time came, and they what? They missed it. Glory to God. I said glory to God. The time came. They were at the right place, but they were not a ready people. Glory to God. They were not a ready people. Whenever you begin to get prophetic indications as to where and what God will have you do, what you should be doing is not announcing it at the rooftop and making noise and disturbing everybody like Joseph was. What you are supposed to do is to enter into your closet and begin to ask, what am I supposed to do? What step am I supposed to take? What seat am I supposed to sow now to get me ready? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. If some of you understood where God was taking you to and what God was preparing you for, amen, all right, you would take your life more seriously. I think that's why you come to church because that's what church does. What the church does is that by the Spirit you open your mind and by the Spirit we help you see rightly and hear rightly so that you are prepared. If you are out of alignment, we bring you back into alignment by the Word of God and by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. I want you to lift up your hands and say, Father, in any way, where I have missed my appointed time, have mercy on me. Say it again, have mercy on me. Say, have mercy on me. Praise God. Have mercy on me. Mercy at times is what we need when we've missed it. The children of Israel, after they missed that opportunity, they won that for 40 years hey 40 years do you know what god said god said as you have said in my ears i'll do it to you and he said none of you that are unbelieving will enter into that place all of you die in the wilderness i will raise another generation that is prepared what does that tell you it means that you need a prepared people so that means all right it's not just about the time and the place you have to be prepared glory to god now I know that we live in a Christian environment where we believe in coming to church and the pastor will wave a magic wand. Amen! Ten, in 14 days, you, your hell will turn to paradise. Amen! And you go, listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Hey, Amen. Amen. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Better calm down. Listen. The truth is this. The grace will help you change. And change takes time. Hallelujah. I said change takes what? Time. Because God is more interested in changing you because it is the only a prepared person that will be able to step into the doors that God has made available to you. So, for whatever that is prophesied, there is an action required as a seed for the fulfillment of that prophecy. Amen. Amen. So when a prophecy comes to you, an action is required. I prophesied to a guy that he was last week, I said I prophesied to him he had not sold a car for five months. I prophesied that this week you're going to get a car. You're going to sell a car. What did he do? Did he go and sit in his room? No. He went to where he was. He packed cars to sell and was there at his duty post looking for somebody to buy the car. Praise God. And he sold. That's an action. Praise God. Alright, you are believing God for the fruit of the womb. Praise God. And we prophesy, this is your year. What does that mean? You need to get busy. Glory to God. Amen. For that child to come. We prophesy, you're going to get a job. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And he said, this is your this. And said, what are you supposed to do? Go and be applying. Apply for the jobs. Don't sit down in front of Netflix and say, don't worry. All the ones I sent, all the CV I sent five years ago, they will call me. They will call me. My brother, you are not serious. Glory to God. I said, glory to God, let it meet you prepared. Let it meet you prepared. Now listen, there are necessary qualities to manifesting the supernatural on the earth. It is not just any kind of individual that can take the land or take a hold of the promises of God. Now let me, let me just tell you something that's very important. When you come to church, all right, especially like this kind of church, come with an open heart. And come with the mind to listen to the word. The Bible talks about Jesus. It talks about there was a great multitude there who came to hear and to be what? Healed. The hearing preceded the healing. Praise God. Because you see, it is usually and it is only by revelation that a man will be able to see clearly where he's going and order his steps to walk where he should walk. Revelation. And revelation comes by the word, because the Bible says that the word of God is a light unto our uh, our feet and a lamp unto our path. So when you receive the word of God, all right, as the word of God, what will happen is that there will be illumination in you, and you will get to a point where you know what you are supposed to do, and you will not be lost in the place of guessing what you are supposed to do. You can live your life sure of the direction you are heading, hallelujah. These days, everybody is going to Canada because Buari. You know this uh, Buari government. I don't. I, I'm sorry if you are, if you like, if you're a Buari. I, I, I mean no harm. Praise God. All I just know is that in the last six years since this guy got to power, I have lost more church members to UK, Canada, and many places. And everybody now wants to travel out. And when we travel, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's an indication that the government is bad. Can I get an amen? Because, you know, with the other guy, people were, tra- dra- were coming into the country. You know, everybody was coming back, returning, and they were taking the good oil jobs and telcos. You get. Praise God. God, we turn things around in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying more than that. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> because I've never seen it. Everybody is so happy to get out. I'm pitying us. Now this but look at me, everybody. Look at me. Let me tell you something. Say this with me. My faith puts me over. My faith puts me over. You don't need to go abroad to prosper. Ah, I'm telling you. I'm traveling abroad this year for ministry. Yes, sir. I'll go and come back. Yeah. I will go and come back. I have never had the mindset that I needed to go abroad to prosper. How? I'm from above. Hallelujah. I'm from above. Amen. You see, listen to me. I have this, because I'm a child of God and you are too, so this confession applies to you. Listen, all the, because you see, every continent is connected supernaturally by what? A supernatural bridge. So I declare, no matter where I am, I prosper. Eh? I prosper. The land that my, my feet is on is commanded to deliver to me. That's how you should talk. That's how you should think. Spending money for visa, your mind is if you go, what is wrong with you? If it is for you to travel, go is fine. But don't now put it that you can't, having have in mindset I can't succeed if I don't travel. Stop thinking like that. Stop thinking like that. Glory to God. Stop thinking like that. Stop it. Glory to God. Stop thinking like that. Think differently. Look at him and say, Think differently. Because you see, if it's about money, there's money in this country. Ah, money. It was when I entered bank that I understood that there is money inside this country. Serious money, not small money. I was looking at one person, one man was talking about India, and talking about money, and I so, was talking about 2.5 million. I looked at the guy, 2.5, million. That, that's what you are calling money. Ha! There are some people that they'll be talking billion, and their, their mouths, they don't, they don't have stroke, they'll be talking it. <laughs> talking. Ha. And, and it's, it's normal. All right, so we're going to do that project. You just, uh, so you put 1.5 into it, uh, you put 2.5 into it, and you could put 6, 6 into it. All right, so you take 50% equity, and just by day, what I'm they've raised 10 billion. Nobody's having that attack, and they move on to talk about Ronaldo we'll and Messi. I mean, I formed there. Amen. Oh, yes, that, 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 that works. You know, the numbers work by the time you look at it and you. Compute, yeah, that's work. All right, so how do we do it? We should open accounts to make sure So, I will make sure everything you understand. Ah, there's more in this country. Don't let anyone deceive you. Don't let anyone deceive you. Say out loud: appointed time, appointed, time. appointed, appointed <laughs> place. So now, necessary qualities to manifesting the supernatural on the earth. So you, I want to show you something. This has actually been a mystery to many people. And when they are reading the prophetic writings, they always read it and they move back. You hear four living creatures. <laughs> uh, you know, Ezekiel chapter 1 and verse 4. I want to show you something powerful today. We'll do some Bible study. Someone is being healed of an infection by the power of the Spirit of God. That infection has dried up right now. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 4. Are you ready? Look at it now. Ezekiel was a prophet, son of Edo, all right, a wonderful prophet of God. And he was one of the prophets that had a lot of you know, visions and prophecies that had to do with the church. And can we read verse 4? It says, And I looked, and behold, a wild wind came out of the north, a great cloud and a fire enfolding itself, and a brightness was about it, and out of the midst thereof, uh, as the color of amber, out of the midst of the fire. Everybody read the next verse, verse 5, 1, 2, what does it say? Also, out of the midst thereof came the likeness of what? Louder. For what? Living creatures. And this was what? Their appearance. They had the likeness of what? A man. Next verse, verse 6. It says, What? And every one had what? Four faces. So every one of the living creatures had four faces. And every one had what? Four wings. Next verse. Verse 7. And their feet were straight feet, and the sole of their feet was like the sole of a calf's foot. And they sparkled like the color of burnished brass. Verse 8. It now says what? And they had the hands of a man under their wings on their four sides. And they had, they forehad their faces and their wings. Verse 9, keep reading. It now says, their wings were joined one to another. They turned not when they went, and they went every one straight forward. Verse 10. It now says what? As for the likeness of their faces, they forehad what? The face of a man. And what? The face of a lion on the right side. And therefore had what? The face of an ox on the left side. Therefore also had what? The face of a what? Alright, what were their faces? The face of a what? A man. The face of a what? Of a lion. The face of a what? Of a what? Ox. And the face of a what? So those are the four faces. The four faces are four revelations. Praise God. Alright, so if I dig into that, turn to the book of Revelation. Look at neighbor and say, don't make your face too tough. Now, church you did. <laughs> so if it's tough. As I'm preaching, I'm saying your faces. Smile. Look at yes, your smile. It's not that. Ah, Pastor, what is worrying me this is this not what is worrying. How to marry? Smile first. The husband can be in the service. But this way your face is tough, like this. Eh? There are some sisters, the way their face is tough, eh? One guy is looking at ah, the spirit of God is moving him. Ah, ah, you understand? You know, you know. As I'm preaching like this, you are thinking, you are doing. oh glory! My brother is already looking around. Hmm. He wants to make his move, but that's his face is now tough. So now there's a spiritual warfare we are all not aware that is going on in the service. Because after that service now, he his face is still tough. And this brother does not have you. know, Before you know, now go, I'm talking. You will now be the sister I say, Where's the toilet? Is that how to make him move? <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Revelations 4 4. Let's look at it. What does it say? Quickly. Revelations 4 4. It says what? Not 1 4. 4 4. Thank you. Are we there? All right, it says, and round about the throne were four and twenty seats. And upon the seats I saw four and twenty what? Elders. Sitting clothed in what? White raiment. And they had, pay attention, they had on their heads crowns of gold. Next verse, verse five. It says, and... Out of the throne proceeded what? Lightnings and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are what? The seven spirits of God. Now, when you see the seven spirit of God, you are talking about the fullness of the expression of God. All right, in Revelation chapter 1, the Bible says that Jesus is the one that had the seven spirits of God. So that means in him dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead, what? Bodily. Praise God. That means that's God. Now, next verse. Alright, verse 6. Alright, it says, and before, now pay attention. It said, and before the throne, there was a sea of glass, like unto crystal, and in the, listen, and where? In the what? In the midst of the throne, and what? Round about the throne, there were what? Four beasts full of eyes before and what? Hold on. Where were these beasts? church now where were the beasts? See? they were in the midst of the throne and what Round about so that means there is something about these guys that is very close to the throne come on now come now angels are they in the midst of the throne no they used to bow before the throne but these guys these phobies all right they are in the midst of the throne okay Let's follow. He says, and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. All right? Seven, verse seven. And the first beast was like a what? And the second beast like a what? Calf is an ox are the same. And the third beast had the face what? And the fourth beast was like a what? Are the faces the same? Are the faces the same? Church, are the faces the same? Okay, let's continue reading. All right? He says what in verse 8. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him. And they were full of what? Eyes within. And they rest not there at night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and what is to come. So that means these guys are worshipping. Is that correct? Is that correct? Now look at verse 9. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne. Who liveth forever and ever. Next verse. The four and 20 elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne. All right, saying what? What do they say? Thou art what? To receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. So who are these four beasts? Turn to Revelation 5. <laughs> Revelations 5, verse 5. Pay attention. Look at him and say, pay attention. Look at him and say, pay attention. Hmm. I will show you something today. You will now find out why you are stuck. You will now find out why some, of th- some things have not yet happened. Amen? Uh-huh. Now, Revelations 5, verse 5. Look at what he says. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David had prevailed to open the book. When you get to go and read Revelations 5, 1, you see the context. All right. I prepared to open the book and to lose the seven seeds thereof. Verse 6. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and listen, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood the lamb as it had been slain, having seven odds and what? And seven what? Eyes, which are the what? Seven notice the beasts were full of what eyes the beasts were full of what now if the seven eyes are the seven spirits of god it means that these eyes that the beasts were full of all right signified that those beasts were full of what the spirit of what church now they're full of the spirit of what of god so we know that all right they were they, the beasts were full of eyes all around So those beasts are speaking of folks that have the fullness of the Spirit. Is that clear? Are you with me so far? Say it out loud. Are you with me so far? All right. Now look at it. It says, um, sent forth into all the earth. Look at verse 7. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. Verse 8. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts, pay attention to And four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them haps and golden vials full of odors, which are the words, the prayer of the saints. So that means these four beasts had something with them, they had what? Harps and golden vices of others, which are the prayers of the saints. So that means these four beasts and the 24 elders, they pray. Hallelujah. Are we, are we, we are getting closer now. They what? They pray. Next verse. Verse 9. I'm showing you something here. And they sung a new song, saying, thou art worthy to take the book, and to open the seats thereof, for thou was slain, and had redeemed, who did he redeem? Redeem who? Redeemed who? Oh, us. Did Jesus redeem angels? Who did he redeem? Who did he redeem? So the us there is talking about who? He's talking about who? Man. So that means the four beasts here and the 24, angels, 24, 24 elders are who? They are men. You say, but pastor... I don't agree. You need to show me in the scripture where beasts is used prophetically to typify men. I agree with you that I should show you. I agree. As a Bible student that you are. Daniel chapter number 7. Verse 1. We are going somewhere. Just relax. Look at you and say, "Relax." Amen. Daniel chapter seven verse one. In the first year of Belteshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Please write your dream down. Amen. Verse two. But not all those dreams. As, as I woke up, I was being chased. Mm, not those ones. Those ones don't have me. <laughs> Those ones. They are dreams that because you watch too much Africa magic. Amen. Then there's one that is by the spirit. Daniel spoke and said, "I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the heaven strove upon the great sea." I don't want to start talking about the meaning of that, but you see, when you see, let's go All right, and f- listen. Back to back, go back to verse two. He says what? And Daniel spoke and said, "I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the heaven strove upon the what the great sea." Now. If you have a compass, you have north, south, east, and west. That's four corners of the earth. Is that correct? And he said, the four wings of the heaven strobe upon the great sea. And I've showed you that in prophetic language, sea and a multitude of waters refers to what? People. So when he's talking about four wings of the heaven, he's talking about wars. Okay? That amongst the multitude of men on the earth, there will be wars from the four corners of the earth. Praise God. Then in verse 3, as a result of the wars that we wage on the four corners of the earth, Verse 3 says, and he says, and four great beasts came up from the sea. So, those, these four beasts will come out from the sea after the wars have been fought. Are you paying attention? Come on, are you paying attention? If you don't respond, are you paying attention? Uh-huh. So, these four beasts will come up from what? The wars and battles, the, the wings on, you know, on the body of waters, which is people. Is that like, four guys they came upon from the sea, diverse one from another? Look at verse 4. Everybody read this is what? Uh huh. I beheld to the winds thereof were what? Plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth, and made stand upon the feet of a man, and a man's heart was given to it. Next verse. Everybody read this is what? Uh huh. All right. We are going to verse 6. And like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl, and the beast also had four heads, and dominion was what? given to it. Now go to verse 17 of that same chapter, Daniel 7. After this I saw, what? In the night visions. Uh-huh. It says, these great beasts, which are four, are what? Talk to me, are what? We shall arise out of what? Alright, better translation actually talks about four kings or four kingdoms. So beasts prophetically are used to refer toward kingdoms. Hallelujah! All right, kingdoms. That is why if you go back to Revelation chapter five, verse nine, go back there. Revelation five nine, you see that in verse ten it talks about kingdoms, kings go back there, Revelation 5, 9 and 10 and they sung a new song saying what thou art worthy to take the book and to open this for thou was then and hast redeemed us to God by the blood of every kindred and tongue and people and what nations, next verse verse 10 and hast made us unto what our God kings and what, and we shall what reign where on the earth so do we agree that the beasts are men the body of Christ, is that correct? Now, are we in agreement? All right. Now, let us now move. What were the four faces the beast had? Is anybody enjoying this word today? How many of you are enjoying the word today? Uh-huh. Good. You see, when you come to church, you should learn Bible. Look at them and say, when you come to church, you should learn Bible. Yes. And you should not be in a hurry. How I many of you have eaten, gone to a good restaurant and you have eaten food you didn't want to rush? Put your hand up. How many of you can, come on, I mean, I have gone to all these Abula places? Correct Abula. You understand what I'm saying? Ah, these people. What, what is all this forming about? I, I mean, you have, uh, correct. I'm, I'm like, ah, I remember one time I went to Amala. You know, you, there's this place in Ibadan. Is this sky? Amala sky. So I went there on work uh, uh, on, on a job and I just told you that going that it is a sin. To come to Ibadan and not visit Amalaskai. The place is too, It's a tourist attraction. It's like going to Port Court and you don't eat boli and fish. How I many of you know what I'm talking about? I, I mean, I had so much about boli and fish that when I landed at Porta the first boli and fish, I said, Stop! We went to buy it and we bought it, we ate it in the car. Ah, ah, I was like, This so is what people are it. it was cheap. In Lagos, they would say 7 5 We bought everything for one, two. Giant fish like this. Amen? Somebody. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, he says that the living beasts, listen, these living creatures were close to the throne, which means they represent the character of God. They sat in the midst of the throne. Hallelujah. So that is whatever you see in them, you will see it in God. Now pay attention. He said they had four faces. The first one was the face of a what? Of a lion. Hmm. What does lion represent in scripture? Proverbs 30:30. 30, 30. Because the lion, the face of a lion is a metaphor. Pay attention. Because some of you, eh? God is going to deliver you in this service. You are too afraid. Always afraid. Afraid. afraid, afraid, afraid. Everybody, read Proverbs 30 30. I want you to read it loud. It says, What a lion! Ah, church, now you not seeing it. Well, let's read it. One to go. It says, What a lion, which is what strongest amongst what and turneth not away for what any. What does that mean? It says when a lion stands in front of you, it's not going to turn away from you. A lion shows up to fight. So when you see lion in scripture, he's talking about boldness, number one. He's talking about what? Kingship. Jesus is called the lion of the tribe of Judah, not the ant of the tribe of Judah. Lion. There's a reason why. Lion, the leader of the pack. He says, He turned not from any. Some of us, we've gotten too used to turning back from opposition, turning back from challenges. You have to have a lion heart. Where you go, this thing that is before me, I will conquer it. This thing I am supposed to get, I will get it. You have to have that mindset. They need to know you at your place of work. When they give you a target, you will not be one of them talking. Like, this target is unrealizable. It's impossible. Impossible should not be in your vocabulary. Stop talking like a like a this. Come on. Hallelujah. When they bring it, you say it is bread for us. Don't worry, we'll figure it out. Hallelujah. It is bread for us. You have exams. Don't be among people that are talking, hey, exam has come in. Hey, hey, hey how will we do it now? Hey, hey. You, you think you are acting humble. There's no job. God will stop talking like that. Face of a life. Let me show you something about Genesis chapter 49, verse 9.